Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, what's taste Nirvana coconut water? We'll tell you what it is, how it tastes, and why you should care. We will also tell you why, despite the tough weekend in New York, why Oriole fans should be pretty excited about how April ended. And finally, was it or was it not a balk? We'll break down Buck's meltdown on Sunday. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your endearing, stunning host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Barone. What up, 336ers? And by the button lover, Josh Roca. More and more, one of my favorite parts of the show is the three of us sitting around waiting for the song to end. <laughs> That's Just a long song. Looking so. awkwardly at each other. That's a long song. All right. Yeah. Night at the Yards. We've been forgetting to announce. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, we, we kept on pushing on this show. It's 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 about a month away. We're a month away now. Five it's weeks, five weeks from tomorrow. Night. Five weeks from tomorrow. Night at the yards. That's Tuesday, yard. June sixth. Yard. There's no S. Yard. Yes. Yard. Night at the yards. Singular. It is night at the yards. Yard. <laughs> I go to the yards to watch baseball. We've yard. we've been having our, this Park. argument for five is years Park now. Oriole Park Yard or Oriole Park Camden Yards. I'm just saying. All right, whatever. I'll let it go. It's Oriole Park coming in. Right, June 6th. June 6th. Section 336. How appropriate. Where we always sit. Where yep. can we get tickets? At section336.com. Dot com. So all you got to remember is section 336. I noticed when I logged on to section336.com that the link to buy Night at the Yard tickets is a little yellow or orange button right at Josh's feet on the website. There's a big picture of the three of us there, and if you look okay. for Josh's feet, the button's right there. Okay. So search for the button lovers' feet <laughs> or the button. Unless you're on it on your iPhone or Android, then it's somewhere else. I have. Oh, never mind. It's still at my. It just takes out my ankles in that case. Oh, see, yeah, it's right there at your yeah. feet. Oh yeah. Just says. I didn't make yard. it up. I like. I like how we can make this as creepy as possible. So find Josh's face, then slowly <laughs> take your eyes down his body. Like you, you like you know, <laughs> like you normally do. Just go a little further. Yeah, hey, yeah. At least he doesn't have it like two and a half feet to the north. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Not this year. Or, or at least he's wearing shoes in the picture. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's actually a fair point. We, we, a very good point. I've had some friends of mine who are I asking, mean, when, are, when are you doing Night at the Yard? I said, I don't know. We, it's June 6th. We've, we set the date like weeks ago. And we just but we haven't, haven't mentioned it. We haven't talked about it yet. Nah. So now we're talking about it. Yeah, it's $15. You know, if you'd the like. The price for the best seats. We could reshoot that photo, and I can do it without pants and just raise that box <laughs> up a little bit. It could be like a little censored bar. Yeah, now, the two of you side-by-side side wearing pants might make it a little awkward, uh, so we'd have to all go pantsless. Sex sells. We might get some clicks. All about them clicks. All about them clicks, them likes. But to keep it true to the uh, experience, Josh, you would have to come that way to Night the Yards, where just kind of this orange cardboard box <laughs> or something. You give Carne a run for his money. That's all right. But, yeah, June 6th, it's always fun. Yep. We got, like, three or four four rows, I think, maybe even five rows reserved in Section 336. Yeah, we would like to fill them up. Yeah, it's 15 bucks. 
So and it's awesome seats behind home plate, hanging out with us. Interleague play. We're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates that night. We we get the group rate, so you literally can't go up and and buy tickets there for cheaper. Right. Yep. No service charges. Nothing like that. Yeah. No then, convenience fees. So, so bring so bring your friends. You come a three three sixer come and bring a non three three sixer friend. Bring a potential three three sixer and to bring them into the fold. Hey, and you you know what you get if you come? Magnets. We'll bring magnets. We'll okay. bring magnets. Yeah, okay. we'll bring. Is that magnets. a promise? It's a promise. We'll bring some. All right. Just like Lou. So, Lou, if you want your magnet, come to Night at the Yards, and you can finally get your magnet. I heard Lou got his magnet. Lou, Lou got his. I, his he got a bunch of magnets. I sent, I sent him koozies. I sent him magnets. Sometimes you just got to shut a whiner up. <laughs> he got the 336 prize pack. Yeah. Apparently, you whine enough, and you win. <laughs> yeah. We need more whiners in the fold. Yeah. You want you want one magnet? Ask for one. You want four? Ask a hundred times for one. Did right. you throw in any of our section three three six shirts? No, 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 uh, no. Uh, uh, you didn't complain hard enough, apparently. No, no. Make Lou, Baltimore get great on that, again. Lou. Stop no, whining about that. No scope is dope. I wore scope is dope to my uh, softball game yesterday and got a lot of attention. Nice. Because the other team didn't know who what scope was. <laughs> what is this scoop? Yeah, they scoop dope. What is before we start playing? I need to ask. What is scoop is dope? <laughs> And then had to explain it to the other reference kids. Yeah. No, it's like a salt and pepper shirt. Shoop, shoop, a doop. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 whatever you say. That died. Bit of a dated <laughs> reference there. Speaking of died, the Orioles. It's a rough weekend. But there was something that happened exciting last weekend that, that, that Twitter went crazy about. When was it? Was it Monday night or Tuesday night when the Orioles started hitting some home runs? Oh, yeah, like back to back. They yeah. all were using the same bat, something like that, right? I think that was a few days later. Okay, but uh, they they all were using the same hitting home runs. Right. I think it was it's Scope Scope who somehow Scope is the king of the back to back home run. Yeah. If yeah. someone hits a home run ahead of Scope, he's, he's gonna, gonna get run. in on the party. <laughs> it's almost like something was kind of like giving them an extra little. Some, like, like a little jolt, like some home run juice, yeah. juice, home run juice, yeah, home run like juice. I, I I tried to get the hashtag dong juice going, and apparently it didn't <laughs> oh, go. Oh, yikes! <laughs> Don't Google that, boys and girls. Yuck! Yuck! So uh, yeah, we, we, the home run juice uh, was going. People were uh, all over Twitter, like, "What are these crazy green bottles?" Yeah, coming out because we all know it's not steroids. They check every day for steroids. J- Darren O'Day said this week that he's already been tested four times this season for steroids. Why? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but this did not show up in the urine sample, and we got a no. – uh, this is a Section 336 exclusive. Yeah. Hard-hitting re- reporting here. The, yeah. The, 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 we, we checked it out. The company is called Taste Nirvana, and they make real coconut water. Yeah. And this is what's filling – this is uh, the Orioles dugout is filled with this. Taste Nirvana coconut water. Yeah, so apparently it's, it's the inspiration behind yeah, all those. Yeah, Scope and Adam Jones really got behind this. Yeah, I got confirmation today that the home clubhouse is still filled with this stuff. It's in the dugout for every home game. Uh, they're not taking it on the road you yet. Like, you sound like my boy Jabby Burns. I had to, I had I, I had to check it out. I said source. we haven't seen these in a week. The yeah. the, the the what do you call it? Manufacturer? What do you call someone who makes a food product? Uh, they're not a manufacturer. A a bottler. A well, that's, that's why I'm a little confused because you said chef. this is made by Taste Nirvana, pure, real coconut water. It seems to me it's the coconut that's actually making the water. It's natural. Now, maybe. Now, this is, comes from Thailand, which under, now I understand why everyone's always going over to Thailand. For coconut water? Yeah, for some home run juice. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Taste Nirvana sent us a few bottles so we can check out and see what the orders are. Have you guys ever had coconut water? Yes. I haven't I've, had I've I haven't had this had. coconut water. I've never had I've never had I'm excited for this. Yeah, I've never had any coconut water. We're going to podcast juice. Let's let's check this baby out. Podcast juice. Yeah, a very uh, appealing bottle. The, the the little oh, it's good. The little writing on the back is almost like one of your today's on the show. I like it. It's a nice long uh, story of Thailand and their coconut water. <laughs> Matt's not so happy. You don't like it? I'm, I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. If, I'll if, take it if it helps me in home runs. I'll drink it. <laughs> but I'm not a fan. It's different. It's you, not, were, you were giving me some crap before the show, before we hit the the red button or whatever. About coconuts. Yeah. That you, I love coconut. I bet you do. I've gone to the grocery store and bought a legit coconut with the hair on it and everything. I don't think you do, though. I did. I think you like the sugary coconut, like maybe coconut cake with the sugar. I like that, just too. straight coconut? Yes. Like, yeah. I, I mean, cracked it open with a hammer. Just eat it with a spoon like, coconut. Yeah. Scrape. Or shave it, yeah. Not even shave it, but. 
like little bite-sized pieces, like little squares and triangles. You don't like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, coconut's great. No, people don't like just straight coconut. Yes, they do. I like coconut I cake. love it. I want coconut, coconut drinks, milk, coconut milk, coconut, coconut What's water. the difference between coconut milk and this coconut water? I mean, it's the water that's inside the coconut when you crack it open. Oh, yeah. Is that is that true? Yeah. Is that what we're drinking right now? I think. I assume so. What's inside that's the, the picture. Coconut? The picture is the coconut. I they took with the, some water and mixed it up. They use a machete. They use a machete and hat the top off there. I bet they And then you machete, just drink but... it like a cup. Oh, kind of like Survivor. Yes. Yeah. Do you never like watch Survivor. Survivor, Matt? Come I, on. I don't. So we're just drinking straight out of a coconut. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're drinking out of glass bottles, but at one time it was in a coconut. But even the bottle's made to look. See, it's green, and then they hack the top off. That's the white at the top of the bottle. Yeah, it's, it's Chop a, it off. and well then presented. How come they didn't just mail me a coconut with the um, hacked off top? You know where you can do that from? Walt Disney World. You can mail coconuts. And because this I'll is, mail you one this summer. This is some premium stuff. Oh, Award-winning taste. You don't like sweet it? Sweet coconuts. I like it. It's simply coconut water. That's all. Could use a little rum, maybe. <laughs> a lot of rum, maybe. This is. Look at this. It's uh, while still delicious. This coconut water may yellow over time, as it's not a pure product. As it is a pure product. I'm sorry. It's all natural. Best variation t- is more than normal in nature. I don't think you can be more than normal. You can just be normal. But all right. It says best taste by July fourth, two thousand nineteen. Now, I haven't looked. Hopefully, they make some plastic bottles because they won't let us take glass into the ballpark. Oh, that's true. Uh, so, I, I know Scope and Unless you and sneak it in. Well, then Adam could, were, had the glass bottles. You but. can just take a coconut. Another reason they just mail you the coconut. You can take a coconut into the stadium. Fill my bag with coconut. You know what? I think, I think that's a good idea. And when they hit home runs, we throw coconuts on the field. That's right. Get some coconuts and some machetes so we can cut, we can cut it open. And so, we bring machetes and coconuts into the, onto the, into the stadium. Chop open our coconuts and drink. Well, you know what? That's it, true. Yeah, we coconut, can bring real coconut. The coconut juice, the home run juice worked that night. I hope this continues for the season. You know what, Matt? You've inspired me. Yeah. <laughs> because we're going to the game Saturday night. Are you going? Uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it, even though I know I should know. Uh, it's but, on our schedule, right, Josh? Yeah, we're going. We have tickets yeah, for yeah. Saturday night against the White Sox. Uh, I'm okay. bringing a coconut. I'll Please chop it up. <laughs> you know what's awesome? It'll be pre-chopped, I'll so get, I can just eat it like pieces. Hey, don't I'm worry sure. about bringing a bag because it's handbag night. <laughs> Tote bag, yeah. Tote bag. It's grocery bag night. <laughs> you, can, you have a bag for your coconut. I'm definitely gonna chop up some coconut and bring it with me for a. Don't chop it up for bring a game. It, you got to bring it whole. With what? What do you do to drill in the? the you need a holes? hammer and uh, yeah. No, you could get like a. You, you can't break it open. Things. Yeah, you can't, can't break it open with your bare hands. No, I bet you could use like one of those things for slicing they, they, a pineapple. Or the those things that they get that they have in, you can put in a tree and a get corkscrew. Well, yeah, one of those things, but has a hole at at each end, so it pours it out, so you can stick it in there and then. Yeah, that's what you got to get. I don't think I'll get one of those screwy straw things. Screwy I don't think straws. you can bring that's a. A puncturing tool into the ballpark. I'm pretty sure I could take anything I want into the ballpark the way they check the bags. <laughs> I don't think shh, there's any shh, limit. Stop. You're going to ruin it for us. <laughs> Last time I went there, he said, you have a bag? Okay, just go ahead. <laughs> he said, no, he, it was, do you have a bag? Put your phone and keys in the bag. I, it depends who you walk up to. I've got my bottle sniffed before. He sniffed my bottle. and Oh, really? In every pocket. Yeah. Other people just let me right through. Well, see, now you've got an excuse when he sniffs it. Now, I, I got a bag of ammo. Coconut water. Coconut water. It's the, it's yeah, you bring the coconut, I'll bring the rum, Bird, and we'll have a little party out there in Section 336. Sounds good. Hey, uh, I'll bring the coconut, you bring the lime, we'll put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> so is this another uh, Fruit Loops thing? People going to start carrying signs with coconuts on them? <laughs> I, I, I loved the Fruit Loops thing the, when I was nine. Well, it worked. Mickey hit home runs. <laughs> now, what came first, the Fruit Loop phenomenon or the Fruit Loop song? What Fruit Loop what song? Fruit Loop song? Isn't there a Fruit Loop song? No, <laughs> that was the why not season. There's the there's and there was the, the why not oh, song. I, in, in Mickey, the, in Mickey the, who you know who? Yeah, and that was a, that was like a Fruit Loops song. That's an old song. That's like a Mickey Mantle song but they Mickey brought back. Mickey Fruit Loops. Yes, Mickey Tettleton Mickey was Tettleton the Fruit Loops guy. The Fruit Loop. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this can be the Fruit Loops thing for the 2017 Orioles, but I like to drink personally, and I will drink some more of it. I didn't know that trends like Fruit Loops were allowed to happen before Twitter, but I guess they were allowed to happen. Oh, could you imagine the Fruit Loop trend if, if that if, <laughs> Could you imagine if we had Twitter in 1989? No, I'm oh. glad we didn't. Hashtag why not? Right, hashtag nail through foot. I believe that's how that season ended, right? Through Pete Hardnish's foot? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. You know, maybe it's, you know, that year was really fun without social media. <laughs> maybe we should just get off this thing. 
If I have to run to the bathroom at any point and throw up, it's because I've been drinking this coconut water. <laughs> pure happiness inside. Yeah. yeah. Are they, Josh, they sent this to us. Are there. they listening to us and hoping for a good review? Oh, I'm sorry. Matt, yeah. Matt is failing miserably. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's, uh, I feel energetic. You know what? It's all natural. It's healthy. It's not for everybody, uh, but the Orioles love it, and you may love it too. And yeah, my question is: that? is apparently it refreshes your body better than natural water, better than the Gatorade that's supposed to be in those bottles. I mean, great yeah. bottle, award-winning taste, sweet Thai coconuts. <laughs> I mean, look, just a great-looking bottle, just excellent. But uh, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna drink your whole case here, Josh. But that is. That is you know, something else. Mandy's been excited to try it, but I told her she had to wait till after yeah. the podcast. We got a couple yeah. more bottles. If you're in the into coconut floor. like Bert, I love coconut. Uh, you will love this coconut water. <laughs> Have I said that yet? No. I'm I'm gonna keep on drinking it and hope it grows on me. And I'll give you another report at the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. If I'm still standing. Maybe save the bottle and you can just just for your pictures when the Orioles hit home runs. Yeah. You know you can you can party with the uh, and pretend that you like the coconut water. But sometimes people will drink and eat nasty things in an effort to feel like they're healthy. All right, if this helped me get right. an, if this helped me get an extra fifteen feet on on my on my hit, I, I'd drink some coconut if water. This is a if this is an out of the park home run podcast. If we killed in the podcast, if, I'm drinking this coconut water every freaking episode. Like this might be a legal steroid. Yeah. Like if it's really some home run juice or podcast juice. Right. They might have to start checking Darren O'Day for coconuts. Well, here's the ingredients: coconuts. Androcystione coconut water. What, I, what was that andro thing in the middle? That's not steroids, right? Uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? I got ingredients coconut water. <laughs> you guys are the worst. What's cool is it's, it's like, a, <laughs> like the company that makes it that the Orioles went with. It's like a small company. It's not like a Pepsi product or something. Do, do you guys remember like andro? That's the, uh, that's the cream and clear, right? That was the Mark McGuire stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah you got to shove it up your butt. <laughs> Was that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was a shot in the butt. That's like Roger in the Clemens. Cheek. Roger uh-huh. Clemens got a shot in the butt, and his wife did, too. And Jose, right? Jose Canseco? <laughs> well, Jose did them all. Yeah. He did all of them, and still does, probably. <laughs> well, we're 20 minutes in, and we've covered the coconut water inside and out. You know where we might need to bring the coconut water back is for when we do the Baltimore Podcast Festival. Which I found out is the second annual Baltimore Podcast Festival. Oh, okay. We missed the first one. Good. You never want to be part of the first one anyway in yeah. case it dies. But we're the, uh, we're the Saturday Night Headliner. They must have did something right the first year. On May, May 20th. Now they're trying to kill it by adding us to it this year. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be awesome. We get to go up and like there's a, a couple podcasts before us. I think two of them are, are comedians doing podcasts ahead of us. And then we get to go warm on the crowd. Warm Interesting. Up. Yeah, we got some comedians basically warming up for us. We go up there and we get to talk some Orioles. And the Orioles better still be winning baseball by we then. We better combine some Orioles jokes. I'm going to start working on my material. <laughs> yeah, right. Orioles plus jokes. Orioles jokes that everyone can get. Who attends a podcast festival? Or are there? Are I, like, I guess is the audience going to be the other podcast hosts after their turn is over? I don't know. I've never been to a podcast <laughs> like festival. Birdland Radio. Yeah, <laughs> but I like podcasts. So why wouldn't I go to a podcast? Birdland Radio is fun. I like podcasts. Is saying. I like is like saying I like music. That yeah. that's like too general. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of people who've never heard of a podcast. There, there's some terrible podcasts. Yeah. About then and covering any topic you could possibly think of. Right. Topics are, you hate and have zero interest in, so you can't just worst say podcast you ever listened to. Um i Bird's Eye View. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Good answer. Right. Sure? Raw is war. <laughs> <laughs> and Something about Stone Cold. Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> Blasting the levels right now. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to go to be more opinionated. But, you know, you. <laughs> you. Interno- intercontinental champions. Mm. All right. Let's get to some baseball. Yeah, I actually did some notes this week. Yeah. So I'll let you uh, take the lead. The Orioles had played the Yankees this weekend, Bert. Yeah, it was terrible. We yeah. we were all watching the game together Friday night, I believe, right? We were all at your parents' house. Yeah, that's a good part. Well, until yeah, when worse. the game was nine to one, and we we're like, "All right, well, this is cool. We're just win this series again." Yeah, that's yeah. why I said, "All right, I'll go play. Uh, play I'll go play settlers. Set, some settlers with you. Yeah. Games easily in hand." And then my phone keeps going off. Yankee score. Yankee score. Yeah. Yankee score. Yankee score. What a disaster! Yankee score. I was. Uh, who, all right, I put this in the notes. Who's to blame? Who whose fault is the debacle that was Friday night? It's got to fall on the coach. If you're if you're the manager of you're the Orioles and you let the team lose a nine one game. 
that reflects badly on Buck Showalter. That whole series weekend de- debacle was on Buck Showalter. The poor right? management of the bullpen that night, yeah. you think? Or you, yeah. you could argue the same thing that happened on um, on Sunday, even though we, we pulled it out at the end, to not use Brock in the Right, that inning, was frustrating to, on to Sunday. Try to get cute with him in the uh, uh, eighth cool. inning. So I think a lot of it uh, has to look at, at the manager, right? Yeah. Well, and um, even Thursday, Thursday was the first game where I'm like, I guess it was Wednesday. Thursday might have been an off day. Yeah. But where Wednesday, where I was like, I didn't understand what Buck was doing, which is the uh, tie game. We had guys on uh, first and second with no outs and Trumbo up. up. Oh, yeah. And I don't understand. I understand telling Trumbo not not having Trumbo bunt. He can't. If he can't bunt, bunt. you've got a bench full of guys who can bunt. And I did not understand pulling Trumbo for a bunt. But Buck never will. He'll never do that. It's ridiculous. His argument is that these are human beings and you can't, you know, hurt a guy's psyche like that and pull out one of They're not human beings. They're robots. They play baseball. (laughs) They do what you say. You put Mark Trumbo in every day. That's why you paid him and hope he gets off the snide at some point. You can't start pulling out, him out at t- key points in the game. Right. Or just Even though you only need one run. Like, when all you, you don't I, need him to hit a three-run home. Yeah, I don't need I three. All I need at that point is for the guy to go from second base to third base. I don't even need a run. Though on Sunday, he had the big single that, that drove in the run. So. Yeah, and then he had the grand slam. Yeah, but up until then, up until that grand slam, he had been like over 28 or yeah, something. he was yeah. ugly. Yeah. yeah. But um, we, we lost two out of three. It was, it was a little bit ugly, but uh, since we had um, – our boy, um, uh, Mr. Film Study, who, who told us that all of this was a little bit of smokes and mirrors. Mm-hmm. We've had a losing record since he's been on uh, the podcast. So he yeah. Was, yeah. He was on to something. He's not a, invited back. Yeah. He told us this is what happened. He told us this is what happened. I mean, and especially with those blowouts, the, um, the, that whole uh, – Oh man! Well, come on. the The New York Yankees are better than we expected. They right? scored twenty six uh, runs against us in two days. I know the pithy alligator uh, formula, which says how much wins we're really supposed to have. Pythagorean. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, I call <laughs> it the pithy alligator, but whatever. Um, I bet I bet we're supposed to be like twenty games under five hundred at this point. Yeah, after especially after those runs. Yeah, but uh, at the end of April, Bert, where are we sitting? Fifteen and eight. Right? Yeah. 15 and yep. Where are my notes here? Yes, 15 and 8. Tied for first place with the Yankees. Which is crazy because we all had the Yankees in last place, yep. right? Yankees are a lot better than I thought they would be. I told you guys that day we had Glenn Clark Radio. The Yankees are a better team than us well, this they're, year. They're, you know what? They've got one guy. Aaron Judge is a beast. Yeah. I Yeah, I I like this guy. And I'm, I, I like Aaron Judge. And I like him because <laughs> I see some potential in Aaron Judge. Judge Dredd. Here's a guy I could start to hate. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what totally. I'm always looking totally. for. Totally. And here's a guy. And that uh, who is that? Starlin Castro. That, that 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 cat. You throw the ball five foot outside with two strikes. He'll get his bat on it and flick it over <laughs> there to right field over second base and second. Yeah, sure. That's they, what Chris Davis used hitters. to do. Yeah, they got good hitters over there. I'm really impressed. Uh, how about how about that play on uh on Sunday with Castilla and uh the plate the plate with JJ Hardy. JJ Hardy running in, getting the ball in. Juan Castilla. Yeah, that's the best play of the year. Yeah, that that was by Hardy. That was a really hard angle for Hardy to take yeah. and get the ball to the plate. And Castillo was just a stud in uh, in picking up the and holding on to the ball. It was just a stud, awesome play. Uh, but and but was, what about the play? What the we, the play of the weekend yesterday? Darren O'Day pitching. Yeah, the bulk. The or or was it the JJ Hardy interference? Did they ever decide which one it was? I don't know. I didn't hear an conclusion. I, I I think they decided a balk. I think that was the end. I think that was a. Buck mentioned in the, right. the talk. I want to say a couple things about the balk move. Sure. Um, first of all, I got two bulk, takes on this. On first the, off, the balk should be legal. Uh, <laughs> you should be able to fake out the, the runners. On the one hand, I think it was a good call, and here's why. No one knows, and if you're a listener and you and you think you know, you're wrong. You don't. No one knows what a balk really is. Right. No one knows. <laughs> exactly. You give me some whole, well, did it come to a complete stop? But, after, hey, no one really knows. But right. the umpire doesn't even know. Our, how we judge... How we judge what a balk is, is did the pickoff move look awkward? Yeah. If it looked awkward, that's a balk. Right. If it looked awkward. And the Darren O'Day looked a little bit awkward. But Darren O'Day pitching looks awkward. Yeah. But it looked awkward. So I'm like, okay, that looked kind of awkward. Probably a balk because no one knows what a balk is. Anyway. But have you ever seen Darren O'Day with a pickoff attempt to second base? No. So when there's two, when there's two outs in the ninth inning and you're up by three runs or two yeah. runs, why does he even care about the guy at second base? 
Well, get the guy out at well, home. You only need one more out. That's the tie and run, but, right? And he had a dead no. Rest. It was the it was it wasn't even the tie and run. Oh, right, right. But it was four to two. But a good throw and game over. Yeah. A but good, why are you trying to get a pickoff as the last out of the game? If you have a guy at the plate because he wouldn't because he's not he's expecting it. Ask me to get thrown yeah, out. Yeah, just like no, you're not expecting, dumb. he wouldn't expect he, it. He he was making an unnecessary play, and it resulted in getting two guys into scoring position as opposed to one, right. in a game that they were already up by two runs. It was stupid, and and, that, and I think Buck arguing it was venting his frustrations because he was an utter failure as a manager for that entire series. No, that was clearly his frustration in the whole weekend. There, yeah, well, yeah, and and that ump was calling some bad stuff all day. Right. But I guess, but and what? that's why I don't know if it's a bad card, good card, because it looked awkward. But if Buck's gonna argue it, who Buck knows more baseball than anyone in the, on the planet of the universe. So I'm gonna trust Buck if he says it was a bad. Card. What ump normally calls the balk? Is oh. it the home plate ump normally, Usually. or is it, or is it the first or third base, second base, or is it a field ump? Because Buck was yelling out I there. Think anyone can do it. Because at one point Buck was yelling and pointing around, saying he didn't call it, he didn't call it, he didn't call it. Why are you calling it? Because I feel like the normally, home... if it's a balk, everyone sees it. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, because the home plate ump should be way more focused on the ball coming over the plate. I don't know how you can watch that and watch this and watch the glove placement. Yeah, the answer is it looked awkward, and right. it's a balk. But Darren O'Day looks awkward yeah. when he pitches. Well, maybe every pitch is a balk. <laughs> maybe, maybe, or maybe the balk should just be legal. Why is the balk illegal? It's not a safety thing. Because they're trying to uh, deceive the base runner, and the base runner. The ba- should... You mean the base runner who's trying to what? steal a base? Do you, you, you think the guy should be able to throw to the mound but never let go of the ball? Yes. Hold on to it. I, think, to I think it should totally be legal. No one would ever steal. That's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. But that's isn't that the point? This comes from the same guy who said running to third base is is unreasonable. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember when we said we should change the rules of baseball? That when you hit the ball, you should run to third base. No, no, I don't, I don't remember. That's that. going too far. I don't remember that. Well, something just ridiculous. This is a guy who says that Kim's not very good, so that's that's another thing. Yeah, I don't like Kim in the field. He's he's you he's prefer, not you, a good you, outfielder. You prefer Ryan Flattery out there? No, I like Rickard out there. I like Seth Smith out there. I like Craig Gentry out there. Flaherty's out there tonight on Monday night because apparently he has some crazy good batting average against Rick Porcello. Or he got one lucky night that makes his right. numbers look good. All the nerds will screen small sample size like yeah. 15 at-bats. So you have one really good night. Well, hey, before we move on, I wanted to – I brought all these stats up because I thought this was interesting that the Orioles are actually one game better at this point on April 30th than they were last year on April 30th. This year they were 15-8. and eight. Last year they were 14-9. And, and they nine. got a really hot start with 7-0 and oh That's last right. year. They, they were a half game ahead of the Boston Red Sox for first place at this point last year. Side note, for the New York Yankees, who are tied with us for first place right now going into Monday night, the Yankees were just 8-14 and 14 at this point last year after mm. the first month. That's how much the Yankees have improved uh, they got hot at the end of last year, making a playoff push at the end of last year so with they, their young studs, right. and they're picking up right where they left off in 2016. That's why we'll continue to say the Yankees are a great team this year. And they a lot of the stuff, a lot of the damage without their starting catcher. Yep. Gary up. Sanchez, who yeah. hurt himself, I think he comes back this weekend. But <laughs> this Orioles record, 15 and eight, is the best month of April an Orioles team has had going back to 2005. In 2005, they started the season 16 and 7 in the month of April, proceeded to finish the season 74 and 88. Mm. So a hot start does not mean a good I season. I shouldn't buy my World Series tickets. No, yet. some highlights from that 2005 season. In case anyone needs uh, some memories, in the 2000s. I'm sure they're awesome. Sammy Sosa. That was the Sammy <laughs> Sosa year, 2005. Uh, Lee Mazzilli was fired in August. God rest his soul. And uh, Sam Perlazzo took over. I think. If I recall correctly, uh, at the Orioles had a hot start, but after the All Star break, they went just twenty seven and forty eight, and we'll all remember that is the same year that Palmero, Rafael Palmero, got his three thousandth hit and subsequently was suspended a few days later. Yeah, and still waiting to get into the Hall of Fame. Waiting. I don't think he's even been back to Baltimore. Hey, there's Flaherty playing some left. That was, that was speaking of awkward. <laughs> live, was, live look in on section three three six. That was a, that was an awkward attempt by Flaherty. They should have caught Flaherty. But hey, can that. can you tell tax season's over? Came all <laughs> over prepared for the show. I I came all over prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I did my homework. Uh, I I I was kept going back. I was looking at the Orioles standings 
where they were in the AL East on April 30th every year, back to back to back to back. And I had to go back to 2005 to find a, a year where they started better than they've started this year. Ryan Flaherty looks like me playing the outfield. He, that was the most awkward jump attempt thing. And you, and you rather have oh, and look, than, he, than Kim. He cut his hand running it. No, I don't want Flaherty in the outfield. I want Seth Smith, Joey Rickert, uh, Craig Gentry. But what about against the righty? You want two lefties in the outfield. I, I, I don't want... Uh, you, you would put Rickard out there against the righty? I'd put Rickard out there. I'd put Rickard, Rickard and Gentry and Smith. Those are my guys. Uh, no. Hyunsu Kim is too good to be on the bench so much. He, I, just, he gets on base. All he the drives. Time. He drives me crazy in the outfield. Why? He doesn't have errors. He just—he's better than Trump. He just gets on base. He's slow. Okay. He's a short, yeah, but, guy. It doesn't matter how slow they are if they get on base. Yeah, but I'm saying defense. You're the guy who says. Well, it's which okay is it? Is it defense Trumbo or get on right base? Field. I know. Or is you're, he slow? You're okay with Mark Trumbo playing right field, but but you're, but you're not okay. I mean, Gentry and Rickard can't get on base to save their life. Oh, they got all that speed. The only way they're getting on base to use their speed is if they pitch run in the ninth inning after Kim gets on Kim gets a hit and then Gentry pinch runs. I tell you yeah, what. That's the only way Gentry's getting on first base is if Kim gets a hit for him and he gets a pinch run. Well, what I don't like is Flaherty in left field. That makes no sense. <laughs> we, uh, we all agree with that. And that, that, that little attempt proved it. So, uh, Bert, do you see the, the May for the Orioles being as successful as the April was? It's going to be hard to top April. They won every series except for this last weekend in New York. And interestingly enough, the last series in the month of May is against the Yankees. So it might come down to that last series to determine if uh, we so the month have of, as good a month. month of May, we play the Red Sox uh, for the four games starting now. Tough team. Play the White Sox. For White three. Sox this weekend. Four for the Nats. The Nats are killing the ball. Let me ask you guys a question. Hmm. Ubaldo Jimenez is pitching. The Nats are are, are the offense. Mm-hmm. Over or under the amount of runs, 20, that the Nats <laughs> score against Ubaldo Jimenez in the first inning. <laughs> it all depends if it's good Ubaldo or bad Ubaldo. Then we've got Detroit, Toronto, Kansas City, Minnesota, uh, Houston. It's a real Yankees. wide spread of teams. We it's, don't play the same team twice. It's not like... April was all AL East, which is great and a great way to start the mm-hmm. season uh, only because we worked out playing well. It, but that could also really put you in the hole like it did to Toronto. Well, we have a lot of AL Central with the White Sox, Royals, Tigers, Twins. That's all of them except for the Indians. So we play four out of the five AL Central teams just in the month of May. And actually, the fact that we're not playing the Indians this month is probably a good thing. So you want a bold prediction? I think we have a better May. Then April. Shut up. <laughs> that's the, that's the not hater. what you expect me to <laughs> not, say, right? Not at all. No, not. Well, not all. and here's what I think. We're going to lose a couple, but there'll be ones that Abaldo starts and he's terrible, and we're finally going to cut the chain. Yeah. What's crazy is we have uh, over two weeks of uh, – or over uh, – we have two weeks straight, 14 games in a row Yeah. without a break starting tonight. They only have two days off the entire month. Yeah. We oh. have – we have 29 games in the month of May. Right. You want to predict records? Yes. I like predicting how many more starts Ubaldo will make before he's cut. <laughs> that's, what I, <laughs> that's what I like to predict. I'm going 18 and 11. Now, that's, I guess uh, since it's in April, there were just 23 games. So there's six more games in yeah, May than yeah, there so was in April. Yeah. There's so many days off. And less, less days off, two days off instead of the uh, one, two, three, four, five days off we had in April. You guys distracted by Adam Jones getting the weight stuck on his back? <laughs> yeah, sorry. We we're here in the top of the fourth. Uh, li- live look in here on section three three six, and Adam Jones can't get the weight off his back. You um, know, typical. He had to give it to Chris Davis to get off. He had to go give it to give it to the big guy. So let's see. Uh, Fifteen out of twenty three. The Orioles had a six five two winning percentage in the month of April. Uh huh. That's pretty little, good. Little math here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out. So if I'm going to say they're going to have a better May. Then April, that means they have to have a better than a six five two winning percentage sure. in the month. That's what better means. Um, so out of twenty nine games, that divided would be by eight, point six five two. Nineteen games, they'd have to get nineteen games. Nineteen divided by twenty nine. Yeah, okay. Your math was a little quicker than mine. Uh, I'm the accountant. <laughs> accounting has very little to do with math. It's uh, it's all concept driven. But uh-huh. um, okay, so that means nineteen and ten. I'll take that. Oh, you're, wait, Bert's being more positive than me. Yeah. Yeah. The I, problem is I see four games with the Nats, and that's 
They're scaring me right now. The Orioles, now. Have, no matter oh, how good the Nats, the Nats are, the Orioles they own the own Nats. That's right. true. And the Nats did have a, a big Nats. injury. Big injury. And they week. just lost, yeah, Adam Eaton for the rest yeah. of the year. Yep. So, all right. So, I'm going 18. You're going 19. Let Matthew, me put it, on, put it on the board. Put it on the board. That's I'll why go. we got a whiteboard anyway, right? Might as well use it. I'll go 14 wins for, for May. If you look at the, the 14 and 15, if you look at the, the schedule, just look at this Boston series. I think it's a, a perfect example of why I think we're going to have a losing record this in, in May. Bundy versus per, per, Percello. This is a, like a must-win for the Orioles. Yeah, anytime and, Bundy pitches, it's a must-win. It's win. a must-win. Yeah. If you look at tomorrow, Asher versus Sale, we're going to lose. <laughs> we're going to lose. Chris Sale has like a 1.19 ERA he so far. strikes out everybody. We're, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. He's going to have 20 strikeouts tomorrow. And then we play, and then it's Gossman versus Pomerantz. Based on how Gossman's pitched recently, we're going to lose Who that knows? Too. Yeah. Yeah, Gossman stinks. Yeah. And then. Friend of the show. For the finale, <laughs> Jimenez versus Wright. That's going to be whoever can get to 20 runs first wins. Because <laughs> Jimenez and Wright are both bad. Oh, Stephen Wright stuff. I get it. I see what you did there. Except it's Mike Wright. Is it Mike Wright? No, that's we're Mike. Oh, Wright. we brought Mike Wright up today. <laughs> Stephen Wright's Stephen pitching. Wright is the knuckleballer. No, knuckleballer. Who uh, we we crushed him last time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Jimenez versus Wright is going to be a ton of. All right, never so mind. Saying, I thought you were saying Mike Wright was starting. I'm just saying uh, tonight's a must win. We're going to lose to Sale. There's no question about it. We're going to lose Wright Jimenez. Jimenez is going to lose again. We're going to lose that game. So we already lost two in the series, and we're still in the first game. I'm saying Jimenez so wins. needs to win. He probably won't. So we just took this series and we got off to May. With a one and three record. Sorry, boys. We're one and three. Where's Tillman? So So now to get the 18 wins, I don't want to think about what we got to do for the rest of the month of May because right now we're at one and three in May. Where's Tillman? What's the update? He's going to have one more rehab start, from what I heard. Yeah, because he he could have gone Tuesday. Right. He was. They were talking May second. But they decided to give him one more start because he got blown up by Double A. I don't don't think it has anything to do with his performance. It's more like just working because he's like spring training for him, so he's getting the pitch count up. So I think one more to get. Because I think his last year I threw like 70-something. So if okay. I throw one like full-on 90, you know, 90 pitch start. Right. And then I'll be ready to go 100. So I would imagine him being back, um, what's five days from Tuesday? Whatever that is. Sunday. Sunday, thank you. Also, sounds Sunday, like, Sunday, sounds Sunday, like Sunday. a band name, five days from Tuesday. Uh, who else is coming back tomorrow is Zach Britton. He, he will be activated on Tuesday yeah. from what I hear. Uh, Much needed. Considering that... With him gone, we blew what two saves? Yeah, that was that was what I was wondering about because we've we've talked about on this show like if we lost Britain, we'd still be okay because Brad Brock can step <laughs> yeah. right in or right. Darren O'Day. <laughs> apparently not. Apparently no, not. Apparently that's not a thing. No. Uh, we all thought it was <laughs> not a thing. It's small sample size, but it doesn't look like it's a thing. And, and part of the reason might be it's not because and and you can argue that that Brad Brock can close and that's fine and he probably can. But we have a, a star rotation that you can't trust to get past the sixth innings. Right. Which right. means you got to have pitchers uh, to pitch the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Right. And that's a combination of Gibbons, Hart, and O'Day. And all of a sudden, if Brock's not your closer, you now got to put in Aquino. Pushed back. Yeah. After, uh, Nuno. And that seventh, Dow Nuno. That seventh inning becomes scary. The Orioles in the past week have brought up seven different pitchers. Yeah. Some of them didn't even get in the games. Well, and when, when you rely so like much, Fry, yeah. yeah. When you rely so much on your bullpen, you have to have more options out there. So you just can't have O'Day. You have to have like three different options to pitch the seventh or eighth inning. Especially when Buck doesn't want to use you back to back to back when yeah, our pitchers are really struggling. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Tillman's got to come back in top form, right? He's got to be okay. I, I mean, mean, he's got to be better. He's he can't be, be worse than Jimenez. He's got to be better than Bun- better than Gosman and not as I, good as Bundy. I right in that if, hole. If you're if you're just saying he can he take Jimenez's spot, well, he could come back here and, and not be in top form, just be average and still be better than Jimenez, <laughs> right? But the, still be an upgrade. He's got to. He's got to. Yeah, if he can get seven innings, help out the bullpen, at least do that. With Tillman coming back and Jimenez Jimenez struggling, if he sucks versus Boston, which is a very good offensive team, if he pitches poorly versus Boston, is he done? Well, that, I was going to ask that no. because he's in the fourth year of his yeah. contract, fourth and final year. Yep, he's gone for the season. He has—he has never been good. He has a little flash here and there. He's been good for a month. A month, maybe. Guys, if you, you add up all three years that he's been here, no, he's into month one month. No. He's month no, he was real hot last at the September, end of last September. Really good, yeah. The problem is, you're telling me that you would rather have Alec Asher, Jason Aquino, Mike Wright. Uh, yes. who's starting tomorrow? Yes. yes. Over over Jimenez? At this point, yes. yes. Really? Yes. Yes. He stinks. He's terrible. Now that's my question. If 
you know, we, it was a four-year deal, so every year he's pretty much stunk, other than your good month you guys are talking about, the one month that he was good out, like of, a, out weeks, of a six-month baseball season. Two weeks ago, he had an excellent game. So uh, you'll trade in five months of garbage for one decent month. I think on average, he probably has one good start for every five bad starts. Okay, fair uh, enough. I'm telling you. But we're, but we're in the final year of this four-year deal. The first three years, we couldn't just cut him loose because we were paying him a lot of money. Right, too much money. We're in the final year. He's gone at the end of the year regardless. Yes. At one point, do we just say forget it, we'll eat the money? Because there's only oh, four or five months left in the season. Is, that point is coming. No doubt about it. That it has to be soon. Yeah, it's got to be. But I can, I'm telling you, I can tell whether it's good Jimenez or bad Jimenez by the second batter. So if a buck just needs a really short leash on his next pitch, next but you know pitch how Buck attempt. hates to blow up a bullpen like that. I know. He can't have but, a short leash but you when don't, the bullpen's But blasted. you don't have to blow up your bullpen if you have a guy like Alec Asher sitting there just waiting, saying, all right, if this is bad Obato, you're coming in, you're the starter, even though you're starting at the third batter of the game. <laughs> you should never – that's the – I understand the strategy, but if you're at that point, just cut the guy. I'm yeah, sorry. it's a waste of a roster <laughs> spot. I know. You just got to wait for the first two batters. Just cut him. Yeah, I don't know. I'd 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 rather see it come sooner because all if he ha- say he a miracle happens and he has a good start against Boston, not gonna happen. But just say he has one of those flash like seven inning appearances where he gives up two runs. Right, right. Then we're gonna hang on to him for like six more starts after that because he showed us at one point he was good against the Red Sox. I just I'd I rather mean, him just stink and get it over with. I, I disagree. If you, if he gets hot, you ride. You can ride him for a month. You ride him, and then we touch the suck again. Get him out of here. But then, but then we're but, in, with the same old cycle that we've had for the past three years. Well, he was he was hot in that one start last month. He's been crappy in the four starts since then. But then on every fifth start, he's good. So I'm I'm willing to lose four out of the five games he starts because one start he's good. Yeah. yeah you need to find a way to trick him. Like send him down to the minors for four games and then bring him up. <laughs> Does he have any options? <laughs> I I don't know what you do with the ball. The, the, the good news this is the last him. this is the last year we're ever having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if he like gets on fire for August September and they bring him back next year? We've we've been doing this show longer than Abaldo has been on the team, but I feel like he's taken up the majority of the life that has been Section Three Three Six. Abaldo has at least. Hem, hem, Jimenez. I remember that was our yeah. year one live show. Hem, hem, two thousand. Uh, that was March of two thousand. Yeah. Was it 13? Because, 14? Because 14? we were yeah. so excited because the Orioles finally signed a pitcher that was supposed to be decent, <laughs> that has had previous good. We have our games. ace! <laughs> I mean, that's what they were going for. Yeah. I mean, our two big. Oh, we have our opening day starter! <laughs> our two big pitcher free agent signings, Giovanni Gardo, traded him away in the offseason, and Obama Jimenez, who's been a total bust. Uh, last time that Peter Angelos pays good money on a on a pitcher. Oh right? yeah, because so, <laughs> it's either. Signed, but what do you expect? It's the leftover garbage in well, February. You can sign Chris uh, Chris Sale or David Price for two hundred million dollars, or you get these guys. It's really hard to find those middle guys. Yeah, because the middle guys tend to get close to hundred million dollars. You don't want to pay that for a middle guy. No, you're you, right. You just got to grow your arms, man. You just got to see like I'm watching my kid Dylan Bundy just kill it. Yeah, uh, that's what you need. And Kevin Gossman needs to do that, and Chris Tillman. I think that's going to be really interesting whether we can re-sign Chris Tillman or not. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is Tillman's last year with us, right? Yeah. He gone. Nah, we, they got to sign him. <laughs> they, they've got to. Mm-hmm. Do you really want to start the year with Bundy, Gossman? No, I would like to, but they're and not going to. Do we anticipate any more, if I can focus on 2017? Sure. Do we anticipate any more drama between Boston and Orioles? If the Man, media has their way. Barnes. <laughs> The ESPN tweeted something today. Who's to blame for Who's the rivalry? Who's to blame? And it was a picture of of Manny sliding hard. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because they they as soon as what was it an hour after that game that they that they booked this for Monday night for Monday night on yeah, ESPN. Yeah, it was yeah. like immediately like so they're pushing it. Yeah, the dishonest media out there again. This fake, fake news. news. <laughs> trying to drudge up a story where there is no story. You know, I somebody I was listening to the FM station on my drive down here, and a caller said something that I agreed with, which was weird. But uh, yeah, I and I can agree with this because I'm a I like baseball fights, I like brawls, I like Me drama, too. I, yeah, I like fun. seeing uh, Jose Batista punched in the face. I love that stuff. I love the bullpen running out five minutes later, right? And All right, exactly. But I would I'd be lying if I didn't say uh, I I don't care for it when it's my team. 
right. I like watching the other teams fight. Well, it depends. When the Orioles had those bad years, I liked it as my team. Sure, because that's the only thing you had going for you. No, you they were scrappy. What? You know what? I liked it. I like when rivalries get angry. I like that Chris Davis does not like Jose Batista. But you also don't want your guys getting hurt or suspended, and that's that. That's the problem. Yes. Manny had a nice long streak going off consecutive games played until the um, Josh Donaldson incident where he was suspended. I mean, it, those things are unfortunate. No, that was the um, your Donnie Ventura's oh, right. where he got sorry, suspended. Right. That yeah. was when he charged him out with your Donnie Ventura. He, he wasn't. Young Manny. He's no longer with us. Yeah. Don't fight with Manny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, on that note, is that inappropriate? Have you guys voted sorry. your? Have you guys put in your All Star game ballot? I cannot no, believe those May, are out May already. May 1st. We talk about this every year. Uh, you know what's outrageous? You know who's this not, coconut water? You know who's not on the ballot? Uh, uh, Kim. Kim. He hasn't played enough games. That's outrageous. He isn't qualified. That is outrageous. That's outrageous. Um, no, I was thinking about this. So every year, I guess, all-star voting starts on May 1st. The first month of baseball is not enough to declare all-stars. So I think the way all-star voting should go is you vote at the end of the season for who will play in the following all-star game. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. I think why not? At least then you 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 you've shown something for the previous year, and I don't care if you have the all. In, in fact, I would move the All Star Game to during, instead of the World Baseball Classic. Have the All Star Game in spring training, where you're already playing meaningless games. Why not play one more meaningless game with other people? Yeah, <laughs> in a real stadium. You go someplace nice and warm. They're gonna be dying for baseball and stars coming in. I don't. Know. I don't know why you. I mean, I'm fine. I don't care. Vote for the, it. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. I also, I also don't. Think, I don't think fans should determine all star teams. Again, I don't care. Fans are the people that are going to be watching it. I don't care if they if they let dogs uh, pick who the all star players. I really now that that I might be into. If they, yeah, I don't care. The voting will continue all the way through May, all the way through June. So I mean, it's silly that we think that we're judging them now. If you care to vote, which I don't usually, but yeah. do they still do? You're the not going to judge them on how good they are in April. You're still gonna if if you're a decent no. baseball fan and you care. But you got to make sure to take a pencil in your backpack to the game so you can punch out. The I don't think they chads. do those anymore. Can't have any hanging chads. I think those are gone. I think it's all that last year was the first year it was all online. That's lame. Yeah, again, the, the, the chads are gone. Again, get rid of the electronics. Baseball, you're letting the nerds screw up this game. We want the hanging chads. Yeah, we who are you paper. with your fancy computers? Get yeah. rid of these computers. Internet. Quit get telling me to check into the ballpark. <laughs> no, they don't tell me anymore. They just buzzed my phone and said, You've been checked in. Quit giving me notifications when the Orioles score a run. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing all these things that I signed up for. <laughs> Take away my iPhone. <laughs> Jerks. Get better internet service in the ballpark. Dummies. I'll, I'll show you that Wi-Fi password later. Oh, you know. got the ballpark Wi-Fi? Yeah, got it. Got it. Josh, don't share that on the show. You got an inside guy? Got a, got a, got a you guy, know a guy? Who, who was inside. <laughs> got I want to get on the a little bit. I want to get on the inside. There's got to be a game coming up. I got to get in that press box and get zany. Uh, the problem is I don't think Zany and the press box go together. Oh, they will when I'm in there. So I'm looking at the show notes, Bert. I guess you want to touch on the uh, the Capitals' O2 start against the Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, I'm a big ho- I'm a big hockey guy now because it's hockey playoff time, and the Caps are going down the toilet like they do every year at playoff time. Okay, good talk. That's all I have. Moving on to the Ravens, um, how would you grade? How would you grade this draft from A being the best? F being the worst, how what grade would you put on the Ravens' 2017 NFL well, draft? I'm excited about those receivers. They didn't draft any receivers, right? Yeah, they didn't draft any. It was any. all defense for it the most part, defense. a it couple offensive linemen. Quarterback, offensive linebacker, defensive end, offensive linebacker. Wait, guard. are you saying offensive linebacker? I don't think that's a position. <laughs> Outside linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> how many offensive linebackers do we need? Outside linebackers. Um, there's a lot of grades, man. You, you go on any website, everyone's got a grade for the uh, – Picks. A lot of people seem to not like that first round pick of Humphrey, uh, but er, er, all did, the other picks. Did we draft Bowser just because he has the name Bowser? Yeah, because Bowser's awesome. We can awesome. do some cool, cool things on social media with Bowser. Mario Kart is you like know, the greatest. It, that's definitely going to give me some new sound effects for my board. That's a good name. And Nico Saragusa is also another good, solid. Is he related to Tony? Name. No relation to Tony, but another good football name. Imagine that having a last name like Saragusa and you're not related to the. T- the famous guy named Saragusa. Oh, I understand that. And he's a big boy, too. Uh, three of the, the first four picks were from either Alabama or Michigan. 
some direct Raven ties. Yeah, that's Alabama that's typical Ravens, Alabama. In the 22 years that the Ravens... Well, Michigan now, too. That's another direct pipeline there. In the 22 years that the Ravens have been a franchise under Ozzie Newsom as general manager, how many Alabama players would you say we've drafted? Over, under 10? Oh, over. Oh, over, over. Nine. Oh, is that it? How that's many it. in the past nine years? I don't know nine. how many. But in the 22 years we've been a franchise, we've drafted nine players from Alabama. Oh, I thought it would be a lot higher. I thought so, too, I but th- I heard it on the radio. Yeah. Thank be, you, FM station. <laughs> must be a more recent occurrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has been. Uh, but uh, Newsom's not an Alabama boy. So uh, he, he has been showing a lot of favoritism the last few years. And you wonder, uh, is the same thing going to start to happen with Mi- Michigan with the Harbaugh connection there with, with Michigan? Right, right. Um, I – I do not follow college football. I've never heard of any of these guys until they got drafted on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. I, I don't care about the draft. My, I like, conversation- as much as they want to make it a big deal on a TV program, the draft's only cool if your team really, really sucks. And you have something to get excited about. Yeah. They draft a new quarterback who's going to be the face of the franchise. I, I, was, I was pretty excited. And I'm saying every, everyone has said this on the radio um, and on Twitter and everywhere. But I, I, I got a chance just to watch, because I just watch Alabama every now and then. I watch the, the, the big schools. Mm-hmm. And O.J. Howard, that's an impressive football player. Tight end, right. six foot six, can run. He seemed like the kind of game changer type of guy that would have fit perfect. So everyone has said this already, but I, I like signed me up for that. Right. Disappointed we didn't get an O.J. Howard. He went to Tampa? Is that Yeah, yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Um, and so that was, and he's another Alabama guy. That's just it's disappointing because you thought, but maybe I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't know because it seemed like a perfect fit for this team. It's. I had a conversation with my friend at breakfast this morning, and it struck me that we we didn't sign any flashy guys, no big position players, unless you know you consider a cornerback or a uh, outside linebacker position player. But yeah, I like you know, them offensive linebackers, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> No wide receivers, no running back, nothing like flashy. Right. right? No playmakers. A lot of defense, which means for, for me, that means the defense will probably be good. It might take a year or two, but they're going to be good. Um, but it's going to be a lot of 17 to 14 football, a lot of 13 to 10, you know, 10 to 3, 7 to 3 football games. And as a fan of watching professional football, I'm I'm over those games. I'm over watching Ravens games that finish fourteen to seven. It's, it's, That's garbage. Yeah. I'd rather watch a, a New Orleans Saints versus Detroit Lions game where it's thirty-seven to thirty. You know that I. We won a Super Bowl on defense, and when you have the best defense, one of the best defenses in history, it's great and it's awesome. You get excited about it. But when the defense is okay, they're good. They're keeping the, your opponent to fourteen points or less. But you're gonna watch some boring, boring football. It's just it makes it it isn't that fun for me. I'd rather see flashy football. Does, I want to see points. Does this mean we re-sign Anquan Bolden? Since why he's old? Because we signed no wide receivers. Yeah, we've got no one for Joe to throw to. Because we well, need because we except, the oldest player on the team retired, so we need to hire another old guy to take his place. Someone's got to show uh, Perriman how to catch the ball. He's too focused on changing his jersey number than to catch the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. It's like, how how pissed would you be if you bought a Perryman jersey? Oh, yeah, that's right. Nobody bought a Perryman jersey. Well, it's like, well, I, see, I went the other way. I was like, maybe if I change my name to 11, people will forget about the fact that number 18 sucked last year. Do you think he changed it to 11 because of that show Stranger Things? That was 7. Oh, no, that's 11, right? Yeah. Or or did he drop 18 balls last year? So he said, this year I'm only going to drop 11. But to, to Bert's pre, pre, previous point, I don't know if I buy that our defense will be good. Because going back to 2013, and this is when our those guys should kind of be in their prime, we drafted Matt Elam, Arthur Brown, like safety, linebacker, defensive tackle, defensive end. Sure. Was our first Audrey, it's not a guarantee, in for 2014, sure. 2014, these are the guys that this year will be playing kind of the last contract year. Right. We drafted in the first round, linebacker, defensive tackle, safety. Then the next year, we did go wide receiver with Bashard Perryman. But then even last year, the first round we took Stanley, but after that, linebacker, defensive end, cornerback. So we've been spending for the last four years a lot of our top top picks You're right. on defensive players, but we don't have the best defense in football. You're right. Yep. They, it's like they they keep shooting, trying, trying to become the great defense we once were. And they should we be need the net, next Ed spending. Reed, the next Ray Lewis, and yeah. you know it's not you know those are guys once in a lifetime. For the resources we spend on defense, our defense should be better. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. 
We'll see. I'm I'm not excited for it to be honest though. I, well, the Ravens will be competitive because because they always are, right? They're not going to be five and twelve. I mean five and eleven. This is a a huge year for John Harbaugh, right? They haven't been in the playoffs in four years, right? Is that why he's going back to defense? Because that's what's worked before? And he said, screw this, trying no, they, to build an offense? This is what they've done every single year. Yeah, Besides the year they got Perryman and Max Williams in the second round a few years ago, this is what they do every year. Yeah. So they're being true to who they are, which props to them for being true to who they are, uh, but recently hasn't been successful. So we'll see. Big year. Big year. But isn't that the definition? Was it insanity? Where you keep trying to do the same thing over and over again, yeah, yeah. expecting ex- different results. Ex- except except though, over right? and over again, did win a Super Bowl not too two, long ago. Two Super Bowls, right? Yeah. That same the same uh, personnel won two Super Bowls, and they're doing the same thing, just not working out. Yeah, I mean, who's the best player on the team this year going into 2017? Offense or defense? Sure, Justin Tucker. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're comparing just based on position, Jimmy Smith is really good. Mm-hmm. C.J. Mosley is good. What about uh, that car? Uh, who's the superstar? Who, who's the superstar of the Baltimore Ravens? Justin Tucker. If they put a, if they Justin said Tucker. Baltimore Ravens, we're putting one of your players on the cover of Madden this year. Who is it going to be? It's the Wolfpack. His leader. And how sad is that? I know it's not. It's not. It's not good news. It just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. We, I don't, it's kind of like if you were saying I'm not, I don't have my hopes up for this year yeah. to be quite honest it's kind of like if the Orioles star was Ryan Flaherty the the past four seasons have I mean, shown the, me nothing I mean the the big guy who got the big contract Brandon Williams he's not he's not a star right he's no not, yeah you don't turn in to watch Brandon Williams who who uh who's gonna be the first Raven to go at your fantasy football draft in September Ooh, good question um not Joe Flacco <laughs> None of them. Uh, Justin no, Tucker, not, probably. Tucker, or Tucker. the defense. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's no receiver. Tight end. Max Williams. I don't know. No. Yeah. No running back. It's yeah. pathetic. You pick a defense. It's, it's boring football. Get ready for another season of boring football. Just hope they make it to the playoffs. And he had a chance, too, with Howard. That's just frustrating. He had a chance to draft OJ Howard. It's frustrating. The whole frustrating. franchise has been frustrating me for years. It's all started with Ray Rice. <laughs> all done from there. But at least we got the Orioles. That's right. And I'm already predicting they're going to have the best May of the year. Since when is the Orioles <laughs> the best May the best of the year? Way better than last <laughs> way better than the other May of the year. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's get out of here. Want to kick it over to our intern? <laughs> he didn't show up again. The note show. Hmm. Well, he was on a pretty good streak for a little while there. Yeah, something about work this time. There's always something new. This time it was work. All right, boys and girls, appreciate you listening to another successful edition of uh, Section 336. I think this coconut water worked. I think it was a really good episode. And happiness inside? Don't know if I go that far, but... uh, Definitely pure. Pure uh, deliciousness. Right, Bert? I'm a fan. I love it. I can't wait to have coconuts at Camden Yards. If if, uh, you're coming to Camden Yards on Saturday, look for us. We'll be there, and I will share some coconut with you. If you bring your own coconut, Bert will sign it for you. I would love to sign your coconuts. Oh, my. Oh, (laughs) oh my. Uh, oh my! Charlie Burr, thank you for the email. It oh yeah, was, we got a great listener email. Way too long to read on <laughs> read on the show, but it was very nice and heartfelt. Thoughtful. Yeah, and he's a, I believe he's a Patreon supporter, right? Those yes. are those are real. We're starting to uh, delineate here between true Section Three Three Sixers and just fakers. Section Three Three Sixers, <laughs> right? <laughs> like the real Section Three Three Sixers are those that support us on Patreon. You can support us by going to section three three six dot com, click on support. Uh, and support the show every week as we uh, love try it. Try to yeah. entertain you, yeah. Absolutely. I'm so glad we didn't get the Caps talk. <laughs> I don't even know why. Well, we did. Caps. We did. You missed it. We did. It. You, were, you were asleep we over it. there. We had a Caps talk. Oh, is that when I walked out of the room to go check the recording? Talk. We had a whole segment. Yeah. <laughs> Caps talk sucks. <laughs> I don't right know why. before Ravens talk. I think they're losing tonight again. Yeah, they're probably going to lose. Well, I would, I'm good because I'm tired of hearing about it on my Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's, it's every... April and May, we get to hear about it. Uh, they're they the whine. best team in the all NHL. The and now the Woodworks to whine about how they suck in the playoffs. All but. year, they're the best team, and then crap the bed in the playoffs. Yeah, it sucks to do that. I got enough heartache being an Orioles fan. And yes, a of course, Ravens that's fan. hey. Handle the cap. Orioles are one of the best teams in the baseball during the season, and then they crap the bed in the playoffs. But it's a little bit different. How yeah. so? Because they're playing out of their minds. Like, they're never projected it's to be like that way. It's not like we win the AL East and have the best record in baseball. Right. The Caps every, every year, they say, yeah. this is the best team to ever be formed on ice. We were in 2014, and then we got swept by the Kansas City Royals. 
in ALCS. That was pretty crappy. Well, that was some Ned Yost, man. That was some straight-up Washington Capitals crap. And, but that always gives me hope that if you just get to the playoffs, we could pull Royals. And, That's true. And anything can happen. The, Royal, the Kansas City the Royals team. gave everyone no. hope. Or, yeah. the, or the Indians last year. Yeah, even, even the Indians. they didn't win, they, a game away. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter, at Section336Show, on Instagram, on Facebook. We appreciate all the reviews on iTunes. Go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. It would be awesome. Um, Sorry. I was just mm-hmm-ing in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy on uh, S-Town. You got that right. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh-huh. You can follow me on Twitter. At oh, yeah. You can follow Bert. At Bert Rudy. And you can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Goes! Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.